Hello and welcome to the 75th roundup of the PPC Chat Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5pm GMT. I'm your host Anu, I'm the founder of MindSwan, a company through which I aim to share my ideas about paid search, paid media, especially about automation and, you know, doing AdWords scripts and the like, paid and, and my passion for doing digital reporting well through it all that is already on everybody's laptop. Yes, yes that's right, it's Microsoft Excel. So, um, yeah, if you want a free consultancy about what I can do for you in regards to paid media, implementing scripts, or even cutting your spends on your data analysis tools, send me a message at hello at mindswan.com or get to me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram with the handle mindswanppc. So in this episode, we've got AJ Wilcox um, lead us on the topic of LinkedIn ads. He is Mr. LinkedIn himself. And, you know, I have heard him talk a lot about it. And um, I was lurking today before I had to shoot off for a friend's birthday. But yeah, I haven't heard AJ speak already about LinkedIn ads and actually him host some previous uh, PPC chats um, discussions about LinkedIn ads. I am sure you were in great hands and needed no input from me. So yes, let's do some. Some LinkedIn learning, shall we? Um, so yeah, going straight into our first question of the day, um, AJ asks, when do you use LinkedIn ads and why? Um, Mike Lewis replies to that saying, I find LinkedIn ads to be best for B2B clients with big tickets, products or services. Yes, I feel like I totally agree with that. Um, yeah, we've got AJ then giving an answer going, I love LinkedIn ads for lead generation, for high lifetime value, mostly B2B companies, also white collar hiring campaigns and higher education. The targeting is ideal for these and they are valuable enough to afford higher CPCs. So yes, guys, if you've got a client that's white collar, um, hiring, higher education, or, you know, companies that have a very, um, a high lifetime value, LinkedIn is the way to go. And I'm literally going to be just taking notes as we're going ahead with this myself. Scott Smith replies to that saying, I've never run a LinkedIn ads campaign. So yes, that's myself as well. I've done reporting from LinkedIn ads, but actually running and doing the advertising for it, it's a total, total different um, kettle of fish. El Chase replies saying, lurking today from Maine, since I don't have many clients who use LinkedIn ads. Julie Bettini replies saying, I haven't used them in a while, so I'm interested in hearing what others are doing on the platform lately. Mike Gustafson replies saying, when to use LinkedIn ads, high lifetime value, to be when sales and marketing are aligned, i.e. you're not only incentivized to lead volume, but quality too. So going on to straight to um, question two, um, AJ asks, LinkedIn marketing is going on a tear with product le- releases. What's your favorite new LinkedIn ads feature? Um, but Michael Fleming replies to question one saying B2B and higher education, um, um, agreeing with Wilcox there, AJ Wilcox even, um, because of big tickets and long consideration cycles. Um, so yeah, Haley Dixon also replies saying using in-house for B2B SaaS. Um, yeah, Daniel Vardy also replies saying, yeah, B2B kind of works, but LinkedIn platforms is such a mess. I wish Microsoft just imported all that to Microsoft advertising. I thought it would have happened by now. Bing is so slow to adopt adopt things sometimes opposite of google ads pushes that opposite of google ads pushes that are sometimes too much 
And then um, for the answer to question one, we've got Dogar Thomas replying saying, when the audience for the ad is the kind of person who interacts, one, in the feed, or two, via LinkedIn messaging. Um, and then, yeah, we've got Julie asking, saying, semi-related to question one, I feel like most every ad I see on LinkedIn is for job or recruiting. And yeah, I feel like I'm going to start paying attention to those kind of ads. I don't see, um, yeah, ads for, for recruiting, just media. Yeah, for different companies and you know what they're doing um also i do see a lot of ads for being a non-exec on a comp on a non-exec for a company and i was going to th i was thinking of doing that but i realized that it does cost a lot of money to do that anyway emma frank's replies question once in assuming this means in what situations and not what time of day i like linkedin ads for clients who are trying to qualify traffic with professional criteria job type type functions, industry, company size, and have healthy budgets to invest. Mike Lewis replies to question two saying, not sure how new it is, but carousel ads are great for featuring the benefits of a product or service in the education phase. Emma Frank replies to question two as well, saying, not actually sure how new, but it's new, newly discovered by me. I love the campaign duplication feature. Um, AJ replies to question two saying, I'm absolutely in love with the new audience intelligence within the targeting where you can see the segment breakdown of what your audience consists of. So much insight there that we didn't have before. So yeah, that's interesting. Um, and yeah, we've got Mark Gustafson replying to AJ where AJ said, um, agree on alignment it's a very different kind of lead than search leads mark continues to that saying if a client won't consider lead quality as a goal and are cool with low close ratios facebook lead gen ads all the way however if you want to eliminate sales overhead and increase your lead to close one ration linkedin ads for the win um and so yeah we've got um well, actually, yeah, Emma Franks then replies to Daniel Vardy where, yeah, Daniel had said, yeah, B2B kind of works, but LinkedIn platform is such a mess. Emma replies to that, say they have imported some of the LinkedIn data, though, particularly for the MNS, for MNS, <laughs> for the Microsoft Audience Network. Um, Daniel replies to that, yes, and it works. I want to be able to just manage everything through that platform. I think a lot more advertisers will advertise on LinkedIn if you remove that barrier. Um, and then, yeah, AJ goes on to question three, saying, um, of the 23 ways to target on LinkedIn ads, what's the one targeting facet you couldn't live without? Um, and, yeah, we've got, um, whatchamacallit, um, going on to Michael Lewis's answer for question three, saying, targeting my by job experience is a must unless you're importing an email list. Jim Banks replies prior to question one, though, saying it's rare for us to do them, but when we have a client selling big ticket B2B, it's usually the first port of call after ensuring that they got their sales process in place via HubSpot. Um, AJ Wilcox replies to question three, saying seniority. I love the seniority filter. Not only do I use it for ensuring we're getting only the right level of person, I also break out campaigns by it to get a read on which level in the organization does my copy or offer speak to? Yeah, I think that's a very fair point. Whenever I've been trying to, um, um, what should we call it? Well, I, 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 I co-work uh, with, with, with one of my really good friends who's amazing in paid social and has done a lot of, especially, full, especially Facebook ad, advertising and was advising me on how to do, put like a LinkedIn social, LinkedIn, yeah social plan together for a proposal and yet yeah, it was always about looking at things like 
what LinkedIn, like the CMO and the CFO and, you know, just looking at those kind of titles and seniority to um, break out, um, just to break out what our targeting was going to be like. And then we've got Emma Franks replying to question three saying, so this isn't specific to LinkedIn ads, but honestly, I would have to place geotargeting at the top of the list. LinkedIn specific though, I'd say either one company size, two job function or three education, depending on the client. And then AJ gives us question four saying, if you would wave a magic wand and LinkedIn ads could do anything, what would it be and why? Um, first, Haley Dixon replies to question three saying, company size, really important to use. Skills, job titles also come in useful, but from that, we really need to home in on the medium-sized companies. Mike Lewis replies to question four um, saying, lower the average CPC. They tend to add up, especially when you're experimenting messaging with a new client. And then we've got... Um, Mark Gustafson replying to question three saying, honestly, let's just talk about how the targeting is actually legit. I feel much more confident in the audiences provided in LinkedIn than any other platform, including exact match search skill that I told LinkedIn I'm good at job title. This is up to date, etc." Emma Franks replies to question four, bulk anything. Yes. So I'm all about bulk updates, bulk editing, um, creation, editing, bid budget adjustment, view targeting for multiple campaigns at once all would be game changers. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, John Kagan replying to question three, saying title and years in the game. Fancy way of saying level of seniority. Mark replies to question four, saying get rid of the ridiculous flaws and let com competition raise CPMs accordingly. Let everyone win um, initially instead of making us either live or die by LinkedIn ads. Um, and then, yeah, Charlie replies to... Um, yeah, AJ going, um, I've noticed less LinkedIn ads appear in my feed lately. Is this just me or has something changed? AJ replies, I know they're regularly testing. It's usually every five to seven times in the feed, but you might be part of a test group. Um, and then, yeah, we've got, um, yeah, AJ replying to question 14. I've got a few wishes for LinkedIn ads. Hourly reporting, device targeting, change from UTC time zone, but getting creative, I'd have to say I wish we had the ability to target keywords in title, not just the full job titles. Yeah, that's an interesting feature. John Kagan replies to question 14, I'd love to do a crossover with Bing that actually had real substance of it or GA integration. Haley replies, day parting. Um, and then, yeah, we've got... Um, yeah, Mark Gustafson, well, yeah, continue on his answer because um, Cody replied to his answer, say the same, but then they wouldn't make any money. Uh, and that's if Mark, um, according to Marx, they get rid of the ridiculous flaws and let competition raise CPMs accordingly. Mark replies to that lifetime value is greater for short term profit. Do they really need the cash flow? Why does an ad platform not understand marketing? Yeah, we've got a, yeah, another Mark all caps rant <laughs> tweet again. So we've got AJ Wilcox giving us um, question five saying, what have you noticed changing in your LinkedIn ads performance over the last quarter or year, positive or negative? Um, and then Emma Franks then um, replies to, um, yeah, Mark, where Mark had said lifetime value is greater than short-term profits. Emma replies, to be fair, if they understood marketing better, they would probably be making different updates to the campaign manager than they currently are. Not being ungrateful for what they've done for us already. I'm just saying. Um, Mark replies, I will be ungrateful. PPC rant, yes. So that's not just me labeling Mark. He just, he just yeah, admitted he's doing another PPC rant. 
And then we've got um, Timothy Jensen reply to question four, saying integrate more targeting parameters with Microsoft advertising. Good starting point with what's there, but would love to see groups, titles, etc. Um, and then AJ goes on straight on into um, question six, saying how was your LinkedIn ads approach changed in the last quarter or year? Um, We've got uh, Mike Lewis replying to question six, saying they're the same. I rely on the fundamentals that transcend any specific platform. The rest is keeping up with trends and such. Um, and then we've got a, in reply to, well, actually, yeah, AJ, AJ actually gave an answer to question five, saying I've seen cost rise slightly or steadily, and we always see cost rise after Q1. We'll be interested to compare January's performance to see if it's just seasonality or competition as the masses move from Facebook as cost rise there. Julie um, replies to question, uh, replies to that, saying, in fairness, aren't costs continually going up everywhere? Do you feel like LinkedIn is in line with the general increase in digital advertising, CPCs, or an outlier? Cody Howell replies to that, saying that might be in line, but who can afford $15 clicks and make things work? I get costs going up, but trying to take more money just because you can is a terrible idea. My strategy is always to take clicks and leads off LinkedIn because it's so expensive. Um, Emma replies to that saying, I've noticed that actual CPCs aren't rising nearly as rapidly as the recommended CPCs for LinkedIn. The recommended bid ranges keeps increasing for us, but we're still getting plenty of delivery with our existing bids. And AJ replies to that, yes, recommended bids climbing way faster than actual clicks, actual CPCs. Someone ought to take a, take a look at that. Timothy continues with that saying, I'd be curious to know how much recommended bids impact actually overall rise in cpcs most advertisers setting bids more advertisers setting bids based on most recommended driving up the auction overall aj replies i agreed i wish we could access those insights feel intention feels intentional but manufacture it um timothy replies to be fair every other major platform seems to have the same issues with recommended bids like google trying to convince you to take a five dollar bid to fifty dollars um, yeah, and the continued con conversation, conversation goes on about all the ways that, yeah, Google is um, not doing advertising well. And I'll just end with um, AJ's last comment on this thread saying, yes, it's so necessary to look deeper in the funnel than just lead cost with LinkedIn. It's night and day difference in M MQL to SQL conversion rates from Facebook. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Cody Howell replying to question six going, um, I have some seen people start to slow down and become more methodical with how they spend. It's really interesting to see how users are more concerned with performance now that they are um, the now now than they are the rest of the year. AJ replies to the question six saying my approach hasn't changed much despite all the new features like objectives and, and automated bidding. I'm still finding the most success with CPC bidding. We're using lead gen forms a lot more though. 60% of our clicks now. And then we've got Emma Franks replying to question six saying again depends on the client but I've started concentrating LinkedIn efforts on mid funnel audiences. Too expensive for too expensive for awareness and other channels are more efficient with regular retargeting. LinkedIn is killing it with ABM and matched audiences though. AJ replies to question seven saying, what has surprised you most on LinkedIn ads? Take this any direction you want, okay? And in response to that, um, Amit um, Cabra comes live back from behind um lurking saying if someone wanted to learn how to use the linkedin ads platform where could they go 
they could go to AJ Wilcox. <laughs> I imagine, and I'm sure he's going to give tips on um, where to go specifically. He's, she goes, I've really wanted to get more Intel LinkedIn ads, but hearing about the high CPC kind of scares me off a little and it's completely new platform to me um aj replies i'm a bit biased since i'm the author but this course is good and i'm going to give you a link this link to um the course that um aj has put together on linkedin and he says and it's cheap or free depending on your linkedin subscription level Amid replies thanks beverly theresa says not sure if she covers paid on linkedin but i love linkedin expert so that's literally the handle LinkedIn experts, and that is um, by a lady called Viveka von Rosen. So, yeah, she's got loads of photos and she's got loads of tweets, and I imagine a lot of them are about um, LinkedIn ads. Um, and then, yeah, we've got, um, yeah, Emma Frank saying, pretty sure Wilcox, AJ Wilcox has a course you can take. And yes, he's shared that link already. Um, and then, yeah, and in answer to question seven, we've got Timothy Jensen replying that sometimes less precise targeting performs the best despite all the incredible granularity you have access to. Um, and yeah, we've got, um, yeah, AJ replying again saying, I'm still surprised when a bottom of the funnel works well to cold traffic. Had a travel company last month that was getting signups for less than most are getting content asset downloads. Timothy then continues his answers to question um, seven, saying um, two, and that you still can't really customize columns in the UI beyond a few predefined options. Seriously, people's LinkedIn marketing. Uh, Mike Lewis replies to question seven, saying targeting groups doesn't always work well. It's been 50-50 for me. Thought it would be more like 90-10. Emma replies to question seven saying, I'm a broken record today, but I'm surprised at the features they've chosen. And that was in between um, like the starred <laughs> symbol saying to adopt from other unnamed social platforms while ignoring some of the most basic convenience features. I'll say that again. I'm a broken record today, but I'm surprised at the features they've chosen to adopt from other unnamed social platforms while ignoring some of the most basic convenience features. AJ Wilcox replies, um, gives us question eight saying, where do you see LinkedIn ads going over the next several years and how do you plan on using it? And he gives his answer straight in saying LinkedIn ads, LinkedIn PPC prices have stayed relatively steady for the last few years since organic use has been crazy on LinkedIn, opening up additional ad inventory. Facebook prices keep climbing, so I expect LinkedIn CPCs to rise faster as Facebook advertising moved to LinkedIn droves. Um, Timothy Jansen replies to question eight, saying touched on in um, previous responses, but I think a big area to watch is further integration with Microsoft advertising, both for search and uh, Microsoft AN, MSAN. Which one is that one? I'm a little bit unsure about that. Julie Bicini replies to question 18. I would like to see LinkedIn and Microsoft ads really get integrated. Stop slow rolling it already and power them both up by integrating them more fully. Um, Mike Lewis replies, the competition and saturation will increase. Otherwise, I don't see it changing that much. Emma Franks replies to question 18. I think LinkedIn ads will become more and more involved in the ABM sector. I don't know if a partnership is in their future or developing more capabilities natively. Abdul Samaz replies to question 7 saying lack of support. 
there's a chat support pop up with this, which is not visible all the time, which often makes it longer to solve issues. And then, yeah, AJ gives us a bonus um, to answer question nine. Um, yeah, a bonus question, a question nine. I imagine with the last question of the chat. Did you guys see the announcement this AM about company pages? Admins will now be able to push messages to employees, which should help get sharing or engagement up for company pages. Amazing. Yeah, I need some people um, who are more part of the Mindstone company page. So <laughs> I'll get people on that. Mike Lewis replies, that's huge. Seems like the opposite of what Facebook is doing as far as limiting organic brand reach. Um, AJ continues his question nine saying individuals carry so much more weight than companies in the news feed. So now this is a way for companies to leverage employee shares. That's very true. Maybe I need to just do more of that. Just share the um, company page post on my individual LinkedIn. Um, and yeah, AJ then goes, con um, ends our chat for this week saying, thanks everyone for participating. It's been crazy fun. Feel free to stick around and chat LinkedIn ads. You don't have to go home, but you're welcome to stay here. Um, so yeah, and he goes, tune in next week, same time, same bat, same bat time, same bat channel with, um, yeah, with um, Julie Bettini giving us our, uh, topic and Julie comes in thanking us very much, um, thanking Wilcox and AJ for the uh, the chat for hosting today. And next week's chat will be hosted by none other than PPC Kirk, and he will be get, um, talking getting your shopping ads ready for the holidays. He is definitely the shopping expert, the way AJ is our um, LinkedIn expert. So please, yes, be there. You want to either participate in the PPC chat or just listen to my roundup. Um, so yes, that is all the roundup for today. That's some really interesting talk about LinkedIn ads. How about you? Do you use it? Do you use LinkedIn ads? Do you um, participate? Do you um, participate in PPC chat? Would you like, is there a particular topic you'd like to hear about? Um, was this talk useful for you? Um, would you like to learn more about um, any topic that we've talked about? Um, yeah, definitely just take part or tell us a topic that you'd like to learn about. And I'm sure um, Julie would love to put that on the rotor of which topics we will um, cover. Um, but yeah, if you have any questions about this topic, um, I will probably be directing you to AJ if it's about this topic, but if it's anything else um, around um, paid media, data analysis solution, automation, please definitely do get in touch with me. Send me an email at hello at mindswan.com. I hope you found this talk very useful and took some great takeaways. And remember, for your campaigns or businesses to glide smoothly, there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface. So keep your swans kicking. Bye.